Welcome to the Sassy Sewer Line Boutique. Come in. Can I get you some paint? Here, go and paint on the wall. Why not paint a picture of Baby Vincent? Yeah, we encourage painting in this, in this boutique as well. Uh, here's some nice overalls for you to wear. Uh, anyway, I'm Claire. And joining me are two people who I'm painting a picture of on the wall right now. It's Brent oh. Hello. Hello. Mm. Well, I mean, I have painted both of them. Yeah, exactly. I, I, Claire, so, I, I, I think your painting is going to be much better. <laughs> than Elizabeth, the, the sewer painter, yeah. 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 Well, it's weird as well. All her paintings were like, didn't look like they were done by the same person. It's kind of strange. No. <laughs> weird. Mm-hmm. Very strange. Also, why uh, the hell is she painting Paracelsus? Hmm. Yeah, really. Yeah. Why is she painting JFK? Like, what's going on? Yeah, two random cops. I don't know. I don't know why she's painting a lot of what she's painting. Seriously. But we'll get to that and our new friend Elizabeth later. All right. Well, let's go ahead and do sixty-second summary on this. Uh, uh, oh, Ozzy Mendias? Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. I think so. Okay. Well, uh, I, I've just been called away because um, I have to well, self. We'll, we'll I have then. to. I we'll have to quarantine you. myself from sixty-second summaries. That's what. Well, I no, to no, with. I don't think that's how that works. Actually, it's the, the <laughs> yeah, healthiest no. thing you could do. Um, I, <laughs> I left the echo on the other side of the room, so we're gonna go old school. Ooh. Um, and I got a wheel, and I'm gonna spin, spin, spin. That probably spin, means spin. it's gonna be me. Oh crap. <laughs> well, we'll see. But. Spin, 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 spin. <laughs> Don't like that. All right, Brad, you've got sixty seconds uh, to to just tell us everything that happened in this episode without going uh, really over or under. Uh, otherwise, you would be um, you'd be an oh. Elliot Birch's mullet chump. Oh. I was gonna oh, say a sewer rat Trump, but uh, or Trump. Hmm. Why do I say Trump all the time? Trump <laughs> are also a Trump. You know what? You're a Trump. That's, oh, no. that's, 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 <laughs> that's even worse than being a Trump. Wrong, wrong. <laughs> Such a nasty I did a woman, perfect Tabby. summary. Nasty woman. It was a perfect <laughs> summary. Everyone loved the summary. It was perfect. <sighs> All right. Well, and I'm glad you're going to be uh, telling us about it because I've already forgotten a lot of what happened in this episode. So, <laughs> with that, Fred, <laughs> yeah, you can, you'll be going in three, two, one, go. All right. So uh, everyone's uh, uh, favorite business douchebag is back on the scene. He wants to build <laughs> the most gigantic, ugly tower in New York. Uh, why? Because he's a fucking weirdo. Uh, but also, uh, we got this old woman who paints in the in the sewers, and she's doing big murals of everybody. So we all know that we're part of the same world, uh, not separate worlds. Uh, <laughs> of course, uh, but they're worried about her because they're building this thing. And it's gonna destroy her, and she's gonna die down there. Um, Mouse comes up with a way to reroute a fucking river, and everyone's like, "Shut up, Mouse, get out of here." <laughs> um, so then uh, Catherine's like, "How can I stop him from building this building? I know, I'll marry him." Um, <laughs> hey, Catherine, listen. Uh, '80s Linda Hamilton, uh, awesome. But, like, do you really think you're worth a $3 billion building? Um, in the end, they find out that he's scamming the DA's office, and they expose it, and somehow that stops the production. One minute exactly. Yeah. What's well done, Brad. Yeah, 
Catherine got saved from having to marry him. Yeah, I'm. St I still like. I, I I went back and rewatched part of that this, today, and I was like, I still don't get it. Yeah, that does not. That's not how that would yeah. work. Yeah, I don't get it. And also, his reaction to when she says she'll marry him, and she's clearly not feeling it. He's like a psychopath. He's like, yay, we'll get married. I was like, oh, you're the worst, Elliot. Oh, he's so, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about all of this in detail, but I do want to just have a quick mention of my favorite new character, Luz Corrales. Yes. I love what, her. What, what was her name? Is it Luz? Yeah. Or yeah. Lewis? L Luz. Like, what is her name? L-U-Z. Luz. Luz. I've never yeah, heard it's, of it's a, before. Yeah, it's a Latin name. Uh -huh. I was very uh, confused by what her name was. Yeah. I, I love her. Yes. I would like her. I mean, like, if we're not going to have Edie, then bring Yeah, she can be the new Edie. Because, Absolutely. fuck Ronnie, but anyway. Oh, yeah, Ronnie, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just kept writing in my notes, where's Edie? Where's Edie? Where's Edie? Every yeah, pretty, like, pretty much, yeah. She's the worst. Um, all right, Claire, uh, do you have any fun facts? No, I don't have any fun facts. Um... <laughs> But I will tell the listeners and you guys that Ozymandias, uh, I think it's like a biblical thing. And also it was the name of the uh, the character out of Watchmen uh, as played by Jeremy Irons in the Watchmen series, created by Damon Lindelof, Brad's favourite. There's a fun fact for you guys. Well, we it. do get um, the poem by Percy uh, Shelley called mm -hmm. Ozymandias yeah. read to yes. us. I think isn't he like a biblical king now, yeah, Ozymandias? It's, uh, yeah, it's like Ramses. Solomon or something? No, Ramses. Oh, is the, it Ramses? Ramses uh, the second. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, I mean, we could talk talk more, more about it when we get there, but, like, honestly, I was like, this is stupid. Like, this part, the, like, the poem part that he reads, I was like, oh. this has nothing to do with anything. This is just painful. It's, um, it's so I, George I really R. R. thought Elliot... Yeah. Oh, yeah, seriously. I really thought that Elliot Birch, at that point, was going to throw himself out the window. Yeah. <laughs> I, re I, re I was waiting for it. I really thought. So I, I'm guessing maybe he's coming back. I don't know. Yeah, Very and if there was... Like... He can't throw himself out the window. Uh, because they haven't uh, proven uh, uh, what those stony kids are up to yet. <laughs> oh, no. Do I want to know what's going on with our Riverdale friends? Uh, it's, I feel like there should be a segment every week. I, I can't discuss it because I didn't watch it this week. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, so, if you guys couldn't tell, also, the writer this week is George R.R. Make Believe. So, yes. there's there's that. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Brad, what was happening the day this episode aired? Guys, there is so much happening. It is April 1st, 1988, April Fool's Day. <laughs> um, I, listen, we got some movies. We got some, we got some movies, friends. Um, <clears throat> first, we got Consuming Passions uh, with Jonathan Whoa. Price and Vanessa Redgrave. We all love that movie. Um, we also got Delta Force Commando with uh, Brett Baxter. <laughs> Brett Baxter Clark, uh, Fred Williamson, all of our favorites. Uh, we got Steven Seagal in Above the Law. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we got Maniac Cop. Oh, I love Maniac Cop. Yeah. <laughs> now you've got my attention, bro. And we've got Beetlejuice. Oh, amazing. Yeah, it's, it's quite a week for movies. Uh, yeah. Wow. Quite a week. Um, also, this is, uh, hmm. It's the, it's the birth... 
birthday of a couple of basketball players and a Russian serial killer. So, cool, 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 cool. Um, um, top song in the U.S. is Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror. Mm. Wow, that was in the 80s. Wow, uh. for some reason I thought that was in the 90s. Okay. Yeah, it feels much more 90s. Nope. <laughs> you were well, You wrong. sure told us. <laughs> um... Guys, uh, just so you know, it may have been a new episode of Beauty and the Beast, but Perfect Strangers was a rerun, and it won't even tell me what episode. Same oh, for no, Mr. No. Belvedere. So, hmm. Oh, but right after Beauty and the Beast, uh, Night Court was also on. Uh, Never seen Night Court. <gasps> oh, Night Court's good. Yeah. Is that the one with uh, Blokey out of Stephen King's It? I can't think of his name. He's got red hair. Um... Oh, Harry Harry Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Ooh, oh, had to really work in the numbers on that. Uh, is that is that he's from Night Court? Yeah, he's the judge. Well, okay, cool. That's all I know about Night Court is that he's in it. It's a classic, classic. John Lair Cat, come on. Oh, Marky Post. John Lair Cat's cool. Don't know who that is. <sighs> you you had a terrible childhood, Claire. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. He was deprived. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know. Uh, but yeah, that's what's going on. A lot of very important, very important day at April Fool's Day. Nice, nice. All and right. this episode played a big prank on us by putting in our favorite character. Oh wait, wait! One last thing. It apparently was also the start of the uh, financial year in India. <laughs> so I guess wow. their financial year starts on April Fool's Day. Oh, fair enough. Cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, as far as what is disturbing Josie, uh, Vincent's mouth, obviously. Always in front um, Baby Vincent paintings, mm-hmm. definitely disturbing. <laughs> How's that disturbing? It was hilarious. <laughs> uh, Br- so Brad, you got a shout out as something disturbing. It was your impression Ooh. of Baby Vincent. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> oh, Brad, <laughs> please repeat this, this I uh, impression. What, what I what I said. You laughed. You laughed. Oh, was it your... <laughs> 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 I was really hoping we would get like I don't know some kind of sound effect when they look at the painting and you just hear <laughs> yeah yeah it wasn't even just Brad got a shout out it also has a sad face after it Brad <laughs> alright um the fact that everyone wants to help Mouse that disturbed her yeah uh, Elliot's face too. was disturbing disturbing and Vincent's roar <laughs> that's Sad sack roar. His roar yeah. of anguish. It's like Josie takes notes like while we're watching it on her phone of what's disturbing her, and then she just texts it to me. <laughs> Cause that's the time we live in. Yeah. Just text. Just text it to me. It's great. So yeah. Uh, so that's what what happened. I guess all of that jazz before we get into this episode. And um, I didn't. I tried to look through the script a little bit, but honestly, there wasn't anything I could tell of note. Because a lot of times, like, things kind of stick out because it'll be, like, a whole added scene where it's like, what the hell is this? Or something like that. Um, I didn't see that this go-around. And also, um, I the main thing I checked for, honestly, was to see if that Ronnie person was really supposed to be Edie initially. But it wasn't. It was always this Ronnie person. Mm. Oh, that's, mm, that's even worse, I think. Yeah. So, I... I had a question. Were the, um, random question... Um, because when he's talking about the big buildings in New York, he didn't mention the World Trade Center, but I wasn't sure when that was built. So was that would that have existed at this point? I, I don't know. 
Yeah. I don't know when it was built. I knew it was like relatively newish, wasn't it? I don't know. I was kind of surprised we didn't oh, see it. Oh, yeah, it, it opened in the 73. So. Oh, okay. I thought it was like in the 80s, so. But I didn't know when. Thank you very much. Thank you, Google. <laughs> I know I could have Googled it, but I thought I'd ask my my friends who I consider Google. They know you... my friends who you know everything to do with America. Oh, if you have any no. questions about the UK, ask me. I'm sure I'll know. Uh, that's true. That's true. Apart from egg, about egg cups. Yeah, I was about to ask about that, so you know that's why. <laughs> God damn it, Claire. <laughs> um. So, all right, you guys ready to get into this episode then? Sure. Yes. All right. After the um, opening, of course, we get all these like painted tunnel things. Including so I, I, a, a picture of Vincent, the first of many. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys want to talk real quick about what your feelings and thoughts are on these painted tunnels. Yeah. Um, same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like all, like, all these, like, shitty, like, there's so many of these kind of shitty community murals sort of, that are, like, the, the, meaningless. And it's just dotted all over the place. Like, we saw some nice murals yeah. when I was with you in Orlando, yeah. Tammy, where they had a theme and it sort of stretched across the whole thing. This is just her... Painting like random shitty things everywhere. Yeah, no, this is uh, this is a plague on our society. These like, uh, th- with absolutely no purpose. It's just this is our community. These are people. Like, look at all the people. Like, nothing. It means nothing. It says nothing. It doesn't look good. It's trash. It's trash. It's trash. It's trash. We have to stop mediocre murals from happening, people. I really thought at the end of this episode we were going to pan to the wall and she would have painted Vincent and Catherine together. How many times yeah. is she going to paint Vincent as well? She's painting all... She's like, I want to paint um, so that we all remember we're all part of the, the same the same city, um, which is in direct contradiction with everyone else that lives in the sewers that thinks it's a separate world. But she's painting Vincent like 12 times. Uh, if you had a lion man to paint, I mean, I'm <laughs> sure I'd paint him a lot. I mean, like, I'm just like, how many presidents has she painted? Because we, we definitely see JFK. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So to, like... Yeah. Do we see any other real people? Do like, we... Are there, like, 50, like, uh, um, like, Jimmy Carters in there? <laughs> like, I... How do... What, what's going on? Who would have been president at the time? Is it Reagan? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder if there's a Reagan lurking there. Like, yeah, I... I yeah, because I just think, like... <sighs> There's so many good artists locally everywhere. Like, there just is. And when we ask for shitty artists to just do it because maybe they're cheap or they're just very excited to do a mural, they always turn out really crappy. And then you get, like, one a block away that's beautiful, and you're like, yeah, this brings a lot to the neighborhood. And it's like, can't we have more of these? And what we did with Elizabeth, and we're, we're like, oh, this is the, sh- the shitty, cheap, excited artist. Exactly. <laughs> Let's get her to paint our tunnels. It's like, no. You know what? I've, I've been asked to do a mural before, and I didn't do it. The reason being is because I've not had any practice doing it. So I don't feel, and I don't work on large scale. So yeah. I don't feel like I could do it. But there's people who just think because they can draw, or they do a certain type of drawing, they can do anything. And they're like, yeah, I'll totally do this for you I'll do this you know and it's like no like yeah but to, yeah and to your point it's doing like, murals some people aren't 
Yeah, because like to your point, it's like there's such a huge difference between a small scale or even a large painting versus mm-hmm. a mural. Like yeah. <laughs> even just texturally, that plays a, a role in the way that things are going to look at the end of it. And mm-hmm. I just uh, it's and it's just, like uh, with this kind of mural in particular, there's oh, never well, a theme. People mural, no. There's never a theme. It's just it, people. <laughs> It's just like, this is the entirety of the experience. You're painting all of it. That is, it, it's, it becomes so lame and boring. Like, I, I, I want to show all the different types of people in the community and all the things we... You, okay, you want to show everything. You literally want to draw everything. Cool. Useless. Yeah. Go and draw uh, Where's Wally books. It's not art, it's everything. garbage. You're not expressing a single fucking idea. You're useless. I hope everything caves down upon this woman. <laughs> and it might. Well, Good. not now. Not anymore. Take Mouse out with you. That's that's oh, what I please. was hoping. Please. So we go from all these lovely paintings uh, over to a construction site for Birch Towers. The largest tower in the world. Yeah. Not only is it the largest tower going, like, like how many stories and everything it goes up, but also it's going to be, like, I guess the deepest building built. Okay, I have (laughs) questions about this, because they they are, like, dynamiting the, like, central Manhattan. Like, yeah, midtown, what is yeah. happening? Midtown. Like, like, what is happening, okay? Like, in Daredevil, when they were doing that to dig up a dragon, because there's a dragon under midtown, you know, it was a big deal. But they're, like, just doing it. How is this not, like, disrupting, like, the subway and all this kind of thing? Like, I, I don't understand. It just seems crazy to me that they're just like, yeah, we're just going to blow up a ton of stuff. Um, yeah. You know what I love? I love the poster that's behind uh, Elliot that just says, Let New York Live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, this is like a huge area that they're showing. I'm like, where in New York is there this much just space to be able to build shit? <laughs> well, and that's the crazy thing, because these these people are fighting against it. It's like, oh, it's going to destroy the area. It seems like it's already it gone. Has. <laughs> they're, they're exactly. gone. Exactly. It already has destroyed the area. They're like, people are going to have to move out. I, I think they already have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> gone. down their houses already. So, I mean, what are they going to build here now? Now that they're not building his tower. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to put everything someone, back. Yeah, someone <laughs> else is going to have to fund for something to be built. Like, like, whether housing or whatever. Too late, motherfuckers. It's already happening. Yeah. Yeah, I think this, this story would have been better told if it was before he started tearing things down. <laughs> yeah. But at this point, it's like, it's already underway. Like, it's also, past, it's past the start. This skyscraper, when we see it later, the concept art, the, the it, trash, looks like the freaking, the trash. it looks like the freaking tower out of the Dark Crystal. It looks like, like an H.R. Geiger monstrosity. Like, yeah, it's, it's so weird. It's, 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 it is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it does not, like, it does not blend in with, like, the, the rest of the architecture around it. It's oh. very strange. It, it doesn't inspire you to just go shopping and have an indoor waterfall or some bullshit that's gonna happen. Like it looks like no. you know, it looks like something like out of Lord of the Rings. Like it's it's yeah. this a- dark ashen. Like yeah, oh, it's it, so weird. Yeah, it looks like a burnt building. Yeah. 
So it's the um, Dark Tower. Stephen King and George R. Make Believe are teaming up, Brad. Oh. To build the Dark Tower. So we have gone a full three minutes before we really get any dialogue. <laughs> yes. So, so now we are in the DA's conference room. We've got District Attorney Moreno. Um, we've got Joe, obviously, Catherine, and Elliot Birch, and his lawyer, Okay, Roth. and Elliot Birch's hair, because what is happening with this hair? <laughs> what? What? Like, this mullet. Look, I, I, like, at the front, he's got, like, a Superman kiss curl going on. It's particularly bad in the scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's, curl. like, a Superman kiss curl, and then it's, like, so long at the back. It's, like, it's so weird. I just, I, I was staring at his hair this entire scene. I was like, oh my god, he really is turning into Gaston. He's going to get a little ponytail next. Yeah. Like, it's just weird. Well, so so Mimosa and Gabby, our friends, like, came over and we were having dinner last night. So they happened to be here and I was like, hey guys, I've got to watch Beauty and the Beast. So we're going to do that first. <laughs> and so um, I tried to explain to them briefly about Beauty and the Beast, what's happened, some I knew that this was an Elliot Birch episode, so we kind of explained to them. So they looked up Elliot Birch uh, before the episode started, and they were like, "Oh, I I guess he's like '80s hot." So he is he '80s hot? I mean, I guess he is. I think he is '80s hot. I think he's plasticky. Yeah, he's like soap no, opera guy he, hot. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. He said about he's kind of like. Like and not not saying that Ray Wise is necessarily like eighties hot. He's got on like a he's got that real kind of like I don't know like Ray Wise for like you know face because like she dated Ray Wise in this as well. It's that kind of yuppie eighties yeah yeah look that people found attractive. And I mean I'm just over here like just give me a skinny guy with a wonky eye and I'm happy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't I don't find this guy attractive. Yeah, I think it's, it's wrong with it, like wrong with him. But I'm just like, I I know. just look at him and I think his face looks like it's made of plastic. It's just yeah. real, or like a clay, like claymation. Like he looks like he's claymation. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> he's a Rankin Bass character. <laughs> yeah, it's a real bizarre. Um, but yeah, so he's there and. Um, we've got the talk. I could not, I, I didn't end up looking it up. Can you guys re-explain to me who Max Avery is? I know it's like Elliot Birch's, like, sworn he's, enemy, but. Yeah, he was the <laughs> one from the first episode Elliot yeah. Birch was in, and it was like, he I can't even remember who he was. He was doing something, and that's why Catherine got involved, and I don't know. That's all I remember, really. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so we still don't know who he is. Yeah, but. still don't know who he is. <laughs> yeah. um, so clarification: when when does the Max Avery talk look? Do you have the transcript up by chance? It's right away. They say you never. Yeah. They they mention him. The first line of okay. the episode is you would never have been able to to indict Max Avery without this his testimony, and. I was like, oh, yeah, that's how we got to know Elliot Birch was this Max Avery. But I couldn't remember Max Avery's deal. Right. So. I just I because I, I know he when he sends the lawyer out, I couldn't because yeah. I, I was just trying to remember this morning because this I, this whole plot is a very sketch. Oh, yeah. But I was like, so does he does he send the lawyer out to plant this uh, story? Um, is he trying to keep the lawyer out of it? Like what's happening here? I don't. I Yeah. Well, <laughs> no yeah, at this at this point. Um, at the very first scene, it's really just to, uh, they bring up Luz, and mm-hmm. um, what it is is that Elliot's lawyer Roth 
is trying to get Catherine and Moreno and Joe to help them with this loose situation because she's like trying her right. best to get rid of Elliot, which I love her mm. so much. Um, and they don't want to help because they're like, first of all, El- they all think that Elliot Birch is um, gross and he kills uh, <laughs> he kills Holocaust <laughs> survivors. Yeah, he kills and he's never the forget. fucking worst. <laughs> and they must have yep. brought up Max Avery or Roth is basically saying you should help my client because he helped you. And yeah. they're like, yeah, no thanks. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's that's really the beginning. And then that's when we start hearing about Birch Towers and look, it's controversial. And um, and Catherine's like, whatever. <laughs> Catherine looks the most done with everybody in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the entire yeah. episode. I don't blame her. Yeah. Yeah, and we find out also that there are lawsuits, pickets, newspaper editors right now that they have to deal with all of that. And between Lou's, uh, they're concerned about opposition, um, people who are in opposition to the towers, that they're concerned about sabotage, theft of equipment, harassment, that kind of thing. Yeah, and, I was, I was, yeah. I just couldn't remember if it was the specifics. If I was trying to figure out when his scheme started. Um, but no, the, law- the yeah, the lawyer's definitely there when they're talking about Avery being involved and everything, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the thing. So they think that Luz is working with Avery because Luz doesn't well, they, want this to happen. That's what they're saying, but yeah, they yeah. know she's not. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, so that's kind of like the first whole scene. And I think also the scene is just to get us back to this place where Elliot and Catherine are talking to each other. Right. They they now have reasons to, to to talk to each other. It's like what I have a question. Like that you guys might remember. Why she says that she owes him. Why does she owe him? Yeah, this is fucking bullshit. Uh, because as I we don't all remember, because he's been in two episodes. I don't really remember what happened no, in his last. Yeah, episode. Yeah. Okay. I will clarify. So the first time we met him, okay. he was trying to murder Holocaust survivors. Yes. And then yes. in the second episode, she's like, hey. Um, I'm so pissed off that you, um, tried to murder Holocaust survivors, but I need you to do me this favor, and then we'll be even. <laughs> um, so he did the favor, they should be even. It, he, he doesn't owe her now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I couldn't, I didn't understand this. Well, and that was part of why I wish I had remembered to look up Max Avery. Because they were saying at the very beginning that the only reason they were able to indict Max Avery was with um, Elliot's testimony. So technically, Elliot gave testimony. And so not necessarily just Catherine, but as a whole, they're saying that office owes Elliot. Yeah. Now, Mm. Catherine personally supposedly owes Elliot because of him helping her in that one last episode. Right, okay. Yeah. Which is bullshit. He's such a... Oh, he's the worst. Oh, he's terrible. And just creepy. He's mm-hmm. just creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, he, uh, he actually, like, there is this part where they're just talking, the two of them, and, um, he's, like, really trying to get Catherine to go on a date with him, and he's like, I'd love an opportunity to change your mind about, you know, my project, <sighs> and she's like, why? Yeah. She goes, the work has already started, you already have the permit, so, like, what the hell do you need to change my mind for? And he's like, well, that's true, but I would love your approval regardless. And then Catherine does tell him, okay, I'll listen. I owe you that much. No. (laughs) You owe him nothing. But it's weird because Catherine's whole thing with him is 
she does like him. She yeah. likes him. Oh yeah. She's not in I love with him. It. He's eighties hot, Claire. <laughs> a class solidarity, rich assholes. Yeah. Yeah, um, they stick together. So I will say that there's this part where, like, when Catherine and Elliot are walking back to her desk, she's walking, and she's wearing, like, a blue kind of pencil skirt with a blue jacket, blazer thing, and with the way- buttons. What happened? With weird buttons on it. Yeah, with weird buttons. But the way she's walking, and the way the camera angle was, it looked to me like she was wearing fucking shorts like it looked like shorts because there was like a <laughs> crease in the center of that skirt <laughs> mm-hmm. and Brad can tell you I almost had a heart attack right on the yeah. spot <laughs> yeah. I was like oh my god I was like oh I thought she was wearing shorts <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing yeah um, it's not it's fine it's weird outfit mm-hmm. it's not great it's not the worst she's worn so True. it's fine I do. I really do like that color, though. But uh, yeah, it's fine. Oh, and then we see Elizabeth, the tunnel painter, painting, and then we mm-hmm. get uh, you know, we hear blasting behind her and stuff. And Is this when Vincent's hanging out on Tom Sawyer's bridge? Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but you know, <laughs> so it's the bridge from Tom yeah, Sawyer's. Yeah, he's uh, he's on the bridge across the abyss. Mm. Yeah. Um. And then we, we just get, like, that quick shot, and then we go back to uh, Catherine meeting Elliot in his office, which is... What It's the most 80s office I've ever seen. It's so crazy. <laughs> <This> office. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, like, got... It's just crazy. It's a massive office. It's so yeah. big. Yeah, it's definitely, like, an 80s office with, like, the, the liquor sitting behind on a desk. and Lots of chrome. Yeah. Um, a screen that comes down from the ceiling? Oh, that was pretty sweet. But in the middle of the room. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, it should have been, like, further back. Yeah, put it, put that on my wall. Like, I don't like, I, like, somebody comes in the office like, oh, this is weird, I'm behind the screen, let me just come around. Uh, weird. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bizarre. Also, the logo for, uh, uh for his company is absolute garbage. Did Elizabeth make oh, it? I didn't like... see it. <laughs> I didn't see it. Oh, it's, it it's on like the wall when Catherine comes in. Birch yeah. Development Corporation. It's a big triangle. Yeah, it's just a um, triangle. It's so weird. The word development is like in Disney fonts for some reason. <laughs> but wow. it's like three different fonts, and it's a tri- it's a triangle. Ugh, it's yeah. bad. It's too big. Nice. Yeah, it's all Birch Development corporation are all three different fonts. Yeah. Three different fonts. Birch is is in like, uh, I don't know, like Star Trek Klingon font, developments in Disney font, and corporations in Terminator font. Yeah. Very bizarre. So weird. I thought the sketches behind him looked better than the actual building he shows us. Definitely. (laughs) So. um, I mean, his city within a city. Yeah. It's like, it's a city yeah. within a city. Uh, they talk well, about not like sleeping, but world. also dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is this conversation? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he says the, the stuff that dreams are made of. So, um, and this is something he's waited his whole life to build. I'm like, little baby Elliot Birch was all about building s- skyscrapers? Like, <laughs> Probably. I mean, it makes it sense. Cool, it right? does look like a gross sandcastle. Yeah. 
So it's 150 two-story offices and apartments and shops and theaters and botanical gardens, nine restaurants, a six-story waterfall in the atrium. It's a city within a city. Yeah. It's too much. It's too much. Yeah. And Catherine brings up how it's going to impact thousands of people. Again, I think that this would make more sense if they hadn't already, (laughs) like, started tearing everything down. Because yeah. it would have already impacted thousands of people. And uh, he says change is not always bad. It's ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. So they he shows the skyscraper, New York, or skyscraper, the skyline for New York, and then like superimposes his building on there. <laughs> and it looks yeah. so bad. Yeah. Yeah. It is it's, an eyesore. It is something out of Lord of the Rings. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's no bueno. Um, sorry, I just got to that part. Ugh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I accidentally, <laughs> I accidentally hit a little past this scene, and the next scene, we'll just move along. The next scene is the painted tunnels again, where, like, Elizabeth is, like, touching everyone's face in her paintings. <laughs> yeah. Catherine loves part of this mural. Yeah, or maybe... Or, no, it's Catherine. Sorry, it's Catherine touching it, but still. Catherine loves the picture of Baby Vincent. Oh my god, she loves that picture. <laughs> she loves it. She's ready to chip it off the wall and steal it, Banksy style. Yeah. I th- isn't that what Gabby called Elizabeth the underground Banksy or something? Yes. <laughs> yeah, <that's it. laughs> Sewer Banksy, yeah. Um... She loves, loves Elizabeth Payne. How has she never seen them before? I, like, well, I mean, again, the tunnels do go on for days and days, so... Yeah, forever. Um, so, yeah, so Catherine's just all about it. And then Vincent's like, well, we've got these explosions happening. They grow louder and closer, and... Um, so, even though the excavation usually stops like when new buildings go up the excavation usually stops above their level this new tower sinks its roots deep into the earth and i'm like what (laughs) deeper than any building has ever gone before (laughs) it goes all the way to the core (laughs) yeah really (laughs) like why why is it so deep i don't understand oh because it's actually a volcano yeah (laughs) it goes to the molten core of the earth it's insane. I mean, it does look more like a volcano than a building, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. So so this is what Vincent says. That Mouse estimates that they'll break the break through in less than a week. We're help- so, But they've heard this go on for a while, so I, I don't know why they're waiting until last minute to figure shit out, but anyway. Um, we're helpless to stop this tower, but if it's not stopped, Father thinks it would be the end of our world. How? <laughs> They have so many tunnels they could live in. Yeah, guys, go just walk for a day or so into some new tunnel area. Yeah. I don't... I... There were too many things in this episode that, like... I I suspend disbelief, obviously, for this show. We've got a lion man. But this is ridiculous. (laughs) Like, this idea that Elliot's building, first of all, is going to change the neighborhood. Yeah, it... It will, but they should have thought about that months ago <laughs> before yeah, anything when happened. when it changed the neighborhood. Yeah, so it's already too late to be concerned about it now. And then 
the people that live in the quote-unquote underground world, fuck off. Like, you have known for mm-hmm. months that this is happening. You're waiting till now to do something about it. Also, walk two blocks. You'll be fine. What is what is going on in this episode? They're, it's, the, it's like they're, like, making all these things that... They're trying to act like everything is high stakes, and it's just not. There's just no, no stakes in this episode at all. Yeah. The biggest... High stakes. I can't believe like, how small the the whole thing about her having to marry yeah Elliot I, was. Like we read in the description, it's like it like solved within like two minutes. And I we didn't even realize it it, it was resolved at first because yeah. it doesn't make sense. No, well, and that's the thing. It's like I, I was gonna say that's the highest stakes situation in this episode is that Catherine's gonna marry Elliot to help the underground people. And we barely touch on it. <laughs> it's barely talked about. We spend mm-hmm. 99.9% of this episode with Elizabeth and thankfully Luz to some respect. And that's yes. it. It's like there's just nothing else that happens. And I could not bring myself to care because it seems so dumb. <laughs> Which is, is sad. I like this show. <laughs> Um, so yeah, then we, we get, uh, some Elizabeth and Vincent and mm-hmm. he's trying to talk her into leaving and she's like, no, thank you. <laughs> and she semi reminds me of Mouse a little bit in the way that she talks to people. Not, yeah, not in the words she uses necessarily, but like that same idea of like, no, my way's just the right way and this is just the way it is and whatever. Did we talk about the really bad blue screen of Vincent and Catherine walking in front of the 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 walls of the tunnel? No, but I did notice that, yeah. No. Yeah, it was really bad. They they both had like a little like someone had drawn around each of them with a blue sharpie. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> Weird. And someone did. It was the screen. <laughs> <gasps> Um, so Elizabeth is uh, painting the scene uh, from the last episode. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's yes. terrible. It is absolutely terrible. Yeah. It took me a while to work out that's what it was. I was like looking at it like, because first I was like, is Vincent singing? Like, because <laughs> it looked like he was. I love like, murdering people. And then people. I was like, oh, <laughs> let me slash your throat, slash, slash. Um, and then I was like, oh, no, he's fighting someone. And then I kind of worked it out but it took a while it wasn't very obvious yeah it's it's crazy and even vincent was taken aback a little bit like how do you know exactly what happened like (laughs) it's like it's like you were there and elizabeth's answer because i think i think elizabeth's just a creep i think she is a lot of places that people just don't realize she's there. Mm-hmm. And she's just, like, watching shit go down, not doing anything about it, and then running back and painting it. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, uh, yeah, it, it's like you were there. And she's like, I was in my own way. Yeah. <laughs> um, weird. Okay, all right. Were you astral projecting? And she's like, <laughs> people people come and they tell me shit. Mouse brings me paint and he tells me shit. Uh, what's her name comes by, tells me shit. Everybody's always telling me what's going on. You motherfuckers think you can hide from me? Yeah. I'll paint you all. I'll paint I you see all. all. <laughs> but what's, like, insane, Ooh. like, I I don't know if I would buy that, but depending on what part this was of Vincent fighting Ehrlich, it's like, okay, at one point, um, Jamie and Pascal was there. 
survivors who were there. The one fight, but that's where Vincent got his ass kicked. The fight where Ehrlich and Vincent fought. Uh, who's going to be there to tell Elizabeth? Uh, is uh, What is that guy's name? Uh, Paracelsus, is he coming back to tell her? I would uh, love is, if is it's Elizabeth Paracelsus. fucking Paracelsus? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, because it was only... Ehrlich, Vincent, Catherine, who Catherine had no clue who Elizabeth was, so it's not her, and Paracelsus. So I'm like, who's coming back and telling you about this fight? Mm. Elizabeth, you were there. You didn't stop it. You didn't try and help. You just (laughs) creeped on it and then painted it, you weirdo. Mm. Yeah, it's it's very bizarre. (laughs) Like... Okay, Did, so I assume that they gave us this Elizabeth character because we're supposed to feel for her because she's an old lady that likes paint. And she's going to get blown to smithereens because of Elliot Birch's, I don't know, digging to the core of the earth. But, like, I just don't care about her. And I find her annoying. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, just... And I hate I hate her work. Yeah. And I want to destroy it by any means necessary. Um... Also, th- this is, like, the scene where she does talk about, like, how Mouse brings her paints and stuff. Up until we actually see Mouse in the episode, Gabby and Mimosa thought that it was an actual mouse. <laughs> 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 Which was great. Because they were just like, we don't know how this show works. It could have been a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> like, true. True. Bring me my paints, my little mice. Yeah. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Aww. Oh, when he brings her the paints later, she's like, oh, thank goodness you bought me orange. I nearly ran out of orange. I was like, you do know you can mix orange, don't you, Elizabeth? <laughs> you know, yellow and red make orange. Yeah. Mm. You know, like nobody has ever said I was nearly out of orange. <laughs> apart from the Donald Trump's official portrait painter, maybe. But that's <laughs> uh, so the next thing we got father and Vincent talking to Sarah. And Sarah's Yeeks. like, uh, we gotta get her, you know, we need to mm. relocate her. Um, and Father is like, what? Can't do anything about it. And Sarah's just like, we can't just wash our hands of her. <laughs> but it's weirder than that, because she's like, listen, we gotta get her out of there. Like, Father's like, yeah, she doesn't want to go. She's like, well, we need to force yeah. her. Yeah, um, oh yeah. Everyone, yeah, force her. I feel like everyone, well, not everyone, just Father and Sarah are very aggressive in this scene. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Vincent's just like, <laughs> I mean, here's the, here's the problem with the uh, cult of people living under the ground. Um, they're used to being told what to do and controlled. And so when the idea that other people have, like, freedom to do what they want is proposed to them, they don't understand it. Yeah. Because they're living in a cult. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and at the... It, it, it's just like, okay, Elizabeth is elderly, to put it mildly. Um, yes. And she, like, the only thing that you can do is tell her it is not safe to be here. We are trying to figure out a way that, you know, will work out for you to be able to move and do your shitty paintings or whatever. And that's it. That's all you can do. You can't, all of you fools are living illegally, probably, in the sewers anyway. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> what are you going to do? Like, you cannot force her to leave. I'm, like, kind of getting tired of people, like, forcing other people to do shit, like, that are adults. It's like, the only thing you can do is tell somebody, this is not 
Right. This is, you know, as long as it's only their safety at risk. I should preface that. Mm -hmm. As long as it's just their safety at risk. It's like, you can only tell them, like, hey, don't don't do this. It's bad for you. Like, you might die. But at the end of the day, she's elderly. I'm sure she's, like, lived a life. Like, if that's how she wants to go out, then that's how she wants to go out. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. Uh, it's sad. I guess it's sad. I mean, I don't like... I wish they would have made Elizabeth more likable. I don't like her, so I don't care. But yeah. say she was a likable character, I'd be like, God, I wish they would have made a different choice. But it's still their choice. No. Yeah. Oh, it's just it was so no, frustrating. Absolutely. I also love that Elizabeth's big complaint about moving down uh, further into the sewers is, oh, the walls are too rocky. It's yeah. not good to paint on. <laughs> yeah. she's. Cool. I mean, she's crazy. and But honestly, like, then let her fucking die. <laughs> Please. <laughs> And let her work die with her. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it, it's just... <sighs> Father and Sarah, either way, should not be arguing over Elizabeth. Especially without her there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. No, she has no choice, Tammy. She has no, no choice. No, not at all. Um, so then Mal shows up... <sighs> And he has yeah, a plan. Yeah, this was when I was like, because we, I think we heard him before we saw him. Yeah. I was like, yep. Uh, it was my exact reaction. I was just like, oh, why? Yeah. Why? His lines, good plan, better than good, better than better. Better than better. Mm. Why? Why is he in this episode? Why? Now listen, it's one less episode we have to watch with Mouse. Every yeah. time we see him, it's one to check off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> checking it off in that, that big chart I have on the wall. No. Yeah, so his his idea is to flood the area where these guys are working and then they'll have to stop working. Mm-hmm. So, by rerouting a river. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, Three, $3 billion <laughs> project, um, and you're going to be able to stop it by rerouting a river. Um, you live in the sewer, um, yeah. And you have no money. <laughs> if you're able to reroute a r- river, I think a $3 billion project can definitely reroute the reroute to the river. Yeah. And Father's just like, yeah, no, Mouse. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Yeah, get out of here, Mouse. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they put an end to that pretty quick. But Mouse isn't going to take that shit. We'll, we'll get back to him in a moment. But first, we meet Ronnie. Oh. <sighs> I don't yeah. even get this bit that she does. It's weird. So Catherine walks up to her and, and startles her, and she's like, "Ah, I was—I just hacked into the to the government uh, defense program. I was gonna—I yeah. was gonna turn off all of the nuclear warheads." And Catherine's like, "It looks like you were on the on the home shopping program." Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, so wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Hold up. So was she, like, sneakily shopping via computer at work in the 80s somehow? Don't yeah. know how it works. I don't, um, don't know how. And, like, she's lying to cover up that she was shopping. Um, <laughs> but does she think it sounds good in her job at the DA to be hacking into a government, like, defense system? Yeah. I mean, I agree with it, but, like, I don't think anybody in that office would because it's a federal crime. Yeah, I I think it was supposed to be written as, like, a joke, but it fell so beyond flat that it was like, what is Mm -hmm. this? Who is this weirdo? Where's Petey? (laughs) 
it's like I don't think I don't think she knows what the joke is. The yeah. actress has no clue what she's saying. No. Yeah, it's yeah, it's so weird. And even like Linda Hamilton's reaction with her line is just kind of like, uh, yeah, it falls so flat. Yeah, and it's weird too. So Catherine, like, as far I mean, obviously they work together. Um, I, oh, and I will add this: it's very interesting because I thought it was so dumb. So her name is Ronnie, and in the original script, it says in parentheses, short for Veronica. <laughs> what the fuck? What? Mm. Why was that even a note? <laughs> in case you haven't been reaching Archie comics since the forties. Oh god! I thought she was just. I, I thought it was short for Ronald. Yeah. Ah, oh, so dumb. Um. So yeah. So she said that. Uh, it was real weird because Ronnie's like, "Oh, I guess you want to know about Luz Morales or Corrales," and I was just like, "How would she know that?" <laughs> But Catherine does, and she says they went to law school together, but they weren't exactly friends. And she doesn't know why Luz would get involved with Max Avery. Yeah. But Luz really isn't. She lives modestly. She takes care of her aged mother. She rides the subway. She doesn't even have a parking ticket. And um, the only thing is she has, I would assume, some kind of nonprofit that she runs uh, or helps out with. And they have all these people that pay dues and then recently they've gotten um a fifty thousand dollar anonymous donation yes and so they were like can we talk about her clothes (laughs) yeah i just like that Catherine and ronnie looked at each other after that as if gotcha and i was like okay come on (laughs) yeah yeah oh but yeah her clothes are terrible yeah um yeah yeah it's like a checkered red it's not as bad as her outfit later it's, it's, which is like the denim and the yellow and it looks like a checkered snuggie yeah 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 it's so weirdly like i, I can't it's quite like make a, out the shapes of it but there's a lot of them it's it's actually like because i'm at 14 minutes 38 seconds so we get a little bit closer in on her mm-hmm. um and it's almost a hound's tooth mm-hmm. but it's like why it's so it's not good and honestly like Catherine looks like she's wearing a sack of potatoes like yeah (laughs) yeah she just looks like she's wearing a sheet over her it's so weird ugh yeah not a good look there's not any really good fashions in this episode no um yeah and Catherine Hamilton's hair is or Catherine Hamilton Linda Hamilton's hair is doing something funky (laughs) in this episode too she's the star of that musical Catherine Hamilton, yeah? Yeah, that's it. So this next scene is where (laughs) Luz comes over to uh, see Catherine, and she's wearing this double shirt thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what this this is. is. I don't know what it is. I I don't know what this is. Like, why? (laughs) Like, you are are at home. Why are you dressed like this? Yeah. She just wants to look fancy. Is it fancy? Yeah. It's like a crop top over a long shirt, but it's a long crop top. <laughs> That's what I wear when I want to look fancy. Is, is it, Claire? Why? <laughs> remind me like not to take you out to a fancy place. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Claire, why do you dress like trash? Because <laughs> I am trash. Oh, no. <laughs> 
And Luz is wearing like a denim jacket, a yellow sweatery top thing, and I think a brown skirt, maybe. Mm-hmm. She at least yeah. all matches. Yeah, brown yeah. I, th- yeah, I think she looks. Not... I think she looks fine. Yeah, there's nothing she special cool. about it. Yeah, her, her other outfit later is worse. Uh, I mean, everything just gets worse. <laughs> um, yes. so she gets Luz a beer to like hang out, I guess. This lady that she barely knows. Um, and she's, uh, she thanks her for coming on short notice, so obviously she invited her over. Um, and Lucy's kind of like, okay, so what's the deal? Why am I here? Yeah. <laughs> As Catherine's, like, trying to wine her and dine her, she's like, yeah, 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 let's... Yeah, what's going on with your... So what are you, what's your rich dad got you doing now? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, because she asked her, she asked her, like, what she's been up to. Um, and... She asks her about her daddy's law firm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And She's like, I'm not working for my daddy anymore. Yeah. And she says um, that she wanted to talk to her about Birch Towers. And Lou says um, that that tower is basically a monster. It's going to devour the whole neighborhood. No offense, Luz, but it already has. <laughs> it's already yeah, it's I don't, too late. I don't get this where they're like, oh, everyone's going to have to move out. Well... What, are they living on the construction site right now? Yeah. Like, that, like I said, I, I don't know. Like, are they are they just... I don't know. If they just, like, cleared the land of, like, one-fourth of the building, and they're just they, and they're just getting started there, will they buy up the rest of it? Like, what's happening? They're building a quarter of the building at a yeah. time. <laughs> like, what's the deal? Yeah, so I, Catherine no said, idea. is trying to be like, oh, but this tower is going to be amazing, and it's... It's I, what I totally forgot that we called gentrification back in the 80s and early 90s, which was revitalization. <laughs> yeah. And I just, for whatever reason, when I heard it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's what we called it back then. <laughs> They're going to revitalize neighborhoods. Um, so Luz is great. She says that. Absolutely the- hero. Yeah, so so I guess this is really where the concern is. So it's not just that it's this building, but mm-hmm. she says that um, the concern is that all the sidewalk hustlers and bag ladies will be revitalized to another part of the city because obviously they're not going to be allowed around that building. All the discount stores will be revitalized into boutiques, so all those people will lose those um their uh, places of employment. Their businesses. Their businesses. Mm-hmm. The rent for five blocks around will be revitalized right through the roof and all the old people and black people and brown people will be revitalized into yuppies. So that that's really how it's going to affect the neighborhood. Is like It's not necessarily just that area where the building is, but the concern is everything around it. But it's kind of too late because like they've already started everything. But anyway. Yeah. Um, but I, I love that Luz says that. And then she says, never mind, though. There's going to be a waterfall in the, in the lobby. It'll make everything okay. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. So good. She needs to be on the sassy uh, sewer line boutique. Yeah. Which she now is. She's got the sass. Yeah. And so Catherine does ask her, well, okay, the excavation is already underway. I'm FYI, it's done. It's completed. Um, so, uh, how can you hope to stop it? And Lou says that they're trying to take Elliot Birch to court, a class action suit on behalf of the whole neighborhood. And uh, 
she then asked Catherine for a donation because Catherine's fucking rich, so Catherine should be donating. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. instead, Catherine's like, oh, I hear you're getting a lot of donations lately. Aren't you concerned where they're coming from? Which is such bullshit, Catherine. Just quit it. Seriously. Um, and Lou sells her money is money. It pays for legal fees, buying ads. Our landlord gets, you know, they need to pay for their landlord. They need to pay their landlord for the storefront they have. And uh, Catherine says that the office is concerned that the money is coming from Max Avery. And mm-hmm. Luz, of course, gets offended that she's like, why would we purposely, like, take dirty money? And uh, she walks out, and Catherine says, all I'm saying is to be careful. Sometimes our commitment can blind us. And oh. Lou says, since when did you know anything <laughs> about commitment? Did you buy some with your daddy's credit card? And oh. I practically <laughs> jumped out of my seat. I was yeah. like, that is the sickest burn the show has ever seen. <laughs> yes. Also, get some aloe vera. Yeah, but like, what if Max Avery had donated $50,000 to stop this construction? Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, he's got a grudge. Uh, he's Yeah, he's got a grudge against, um, what's his name? Um, fine. So yeah. what? So yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, like, do they think that if Max, like, gives them the money, they're gonna owe him and have to be, I don't even know, remember what Max was doing? Like, I don't remember, like, a gangster? I don't remember what Max's situation is, so. Um, I'm just like, I don't, what is, what is the problem here? What is the problem? But we, we don't know, because none of this episode makes sense, so. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, this episode is so weird. Yes. Yeah. Nothing happens. No. And so Luz is like, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> she leaves. After after Catherine is dying from after that burn. After out those burns. Yeah. <laughs> after, after having to put aloe all over her body from those sick burns. I just, I just wanted to try to work the, uh, this out a little bit more. So, um, um, crap. What's the guy's name building the tower? Uh, Birch. Birch. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So Birch, mm-hmm. like, went to the DA's office and is like, Hey, uh, listen, uh, we're trying to get this thing built, and I know that like, there's some complaints and all this, and there's trying to be a class action lawsuit, but we think that these people trying to file the lawsuit are getting paid by people that don't like me. So, could you guys look into that? <laughs> look into what? <laughs> yeah. It's so... It's ridiculous. I mean, we um, find out that that's... Again, uh, spoiler alert, we find out that that's all the scheme by fucking Birch. Um, that this is not yeah. happening at all. Um, and this is just a setup to discredit them. Um, yeah. So he looks so sorry for himself at the end of this episode, and I'm like, but it was you. Uh, but like, <laughs> first of all, like this scheme, I, it doesn't make any sense. Like he's just, yeah. it, it would just be him discrediting them, like in the public eye. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's like, okay, say say it was Max Avery, and they gave him the money, and okay. Is that illegal? Like, I don't know no. what uh, what it's supposed to do. <laughs> it's just supposed to discredit them. So it looks like, uh, so it looks like, oh, this group that's uh, trying to do a class action lawsuit, um, they're only doing it because they're getting paid by somebody that has a personal grudge against me. But that doesn't that doesn't affect the lawsuit. That just affects no. the public perception of the lawsuit, which does nothing. No. Hmm. And it's so it's so and also crazy. at the end of this episode, when that all comes out, and somehow <laughs> that stops the the uh, the the construction of the building, I don't understand that either. No. Yeah. So, okay. So let's go ahead and I uh, I don't know. I just 
It was my favorite scene, though. That scene was my favorite scene. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. She's great. Because Liz is the best, and honestly, like, I wish she was if there. If you can't have ED, I'll take her. Yeah, for sure. And and I kind of wish, because we need a character, like, they try and make it where Catherine is, like, the moral compass of this show, like, with, with the above-ground people, but it's like, she's really not. I wish we did have someone like an ED that, that kind of challenges her. Mm-hmm. And her thinking, mm-hmm. and that's—I want yeah. that. And there so needs to Edie, be some real class warfare on this show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be hard for a show in the '80s, but yeah. But you know, so we need like Edie because Edie was someone who challenged her on different things here and there as a friend, and or if we could have someone like Luz that also challenges her in a professional aspect and questions like why is she doing what she's doing? Mm-hmm. You know, I. It would mm-hmm. just be nice because I do like the character of Catherine, even though she's super rich. I do like her, and I feel like they've even in the first episode where we in the second episode, like where we saw her learning to to defend herself and do things for herself and leave her dad's law firm and do her own thing. It's like there's so much progress in such a short amount of time for a character. But it's too easy to slip back, whereas, like, it would be nice if we could have this, like, consistently from someone that would challenge her. Yeah. Hmm. I I don't know if that would ever happen or not, or even where this show is going, to be honest, because, like, I I have no clue how this show even lasted two or three and a half seasons, but, or, yeah, two and a half seasons. Two full seasons and a half season. Um, Because... This is such a kooky idea for a show. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful for it, but I just I have no clue where the show is going. We're, this is the penultimate episode for season one, so I <laughs> I don't know what's ahead. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to have like a... Because I, I did think that like this episode was going to end with her being like, I, you know, or it was going to be a big thing. But when we started to get to the end of this episode, it was going to end with her agreeing to marry Elliot. And it was going to be like, <gasps> and then like next week it was going to get sorted. But they just kind of wrap it up like super quick. Yeah. You know, yeah. I thought that was going to be like the big finale. I'm guessing Paracelsus is back next week. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see when we read the summary for next week at the end of this episode. All right. So we're back. Um in the underground lair <laughs> with Father and Vincent. Yes. And I guess they're just sending everyone out looking for new places to live, which I don't know why this is such a big problem. I really don't understand it. But Father is wearing a, wo- a Wookiee, by the way. Oh, he, this is this oh. is a te- this is that Terry cloth outfit that yeah. Father wears every once in a while, <laughs> which just grosses me out because I just think of it like being used after a shower and he just keeps it on him. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. what? It, it really looks like it's made from like from like discarded old towels. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a real bad. Um. So he says that Jamie w- had went out and she found a whole series of chambers six hundred feet down near the Whispering Gallery. And uh, but Vincent says, Ah, yeah, I know those chambers. And when it rains, there's heavy flooding. And then, of course, they're concerned about where to go where they don't have pipes. Again, why are they just looking to move down? Why just not move over? Yeah, they've got... In- oh, yeah. I yeah. Understand. yeah. Well, because, uh, you know, want to make sure they're easily able to uh, um, get to all their creepy uh, entrances to buildings that they're and used to. Yeah, you know, all those <laughs> yeah, fraggle true. holes. Uh, gotta be able You've to... You've got to be creeping around yeah. everyone's houses. Yeah. yeah. 
And then we get that short scene of um, Mouse bringing green, yellow, and lots of orange. You can mix green and orange. Maybe the only reason she hasn't is because she didn't have yellow. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. So, and then there's an explosion and um, it, there was a crack. I think this is where there maybe is a crack against... Yes. There's a crack yeah. through Vincent's face. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and Mouse is gonna go stop it. And, and again, we're like, maybe he'll be sent on a mission where he'll die. <laughs> oh, hopefully. Uh, no, I wish. Maybe there'll be a big crack in the ground and Mouse will fall yeah. to his death in the Earth's core. <laughs> and this is where Mouse gets that whole thing. He does it in a lot of the episodes he's in where he just like feels like... I don't know if he feels inferior to everyone, therefore he overacts, but his whole thing about, well, Vincent is not the only one who can do things... Ugh. Which, yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. And then uh, Elizabeth went down to Vincent and everyone was freaked out because <laughs> she's apparently never down there. <laughs> yeah. So does she just sleep in those tunnels where she paints? Father is like giving her just like a real, um, it's real nice for you to visit. Yeah, oh, it's so but, good. <laughs> but um, please call first. Um, don't yeah. just bartend. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she basically just comes down there to say, uh, Mouse is gonna go do something. <laughs> Don't know what, but he's gonna go do something. And it's probably fucked up. <laughs> just guessing. Yeah. Because he's Mouse. <laughs> yeah. And Vincent's like, well, do you know where he went? And she just says, up, 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 <laughs> up, 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 up. <laughs> Also, uh, talking of up, 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 sad news, guys. The uh, Razzies have been delayed this oh, year, no! so we won't find out exactly how many awards. Listen, if the coronavirus thing. succeeds in killing the Razzies, the world will be a better place. Because <laughs> fuck those assholes. But Brad, Cats was going to sweep it this year. Um, Cats was going to sweep the Razzies. Cat, we already know Cats is the kookiest movie ever. We don't need those weird, gross, like racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic monsters yeah, to make really. their useless declarations. Fair enough. That are also weirdly based on popularity of the film, too. Because, like, I... Oh, yeah. I, like, the Razzies are... Okay, the Razzies and Elizabeth's paintings are the worst creations of humanity. <laughs> They're the Razzies of painting. Like, fuck off with that shit, with that pedestrian nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, let's see. Okay, so, um... The Razzies are for people (laughs) whose whose, um, greatest accomplishment for the year is filling out a March Madness bracket at work. (laughs) Fair enough. Ugh. Sure. (laughs) All right, so so you're not going to be watching the Razzies this year. <laughs> Never. <laughs> we actually we go to Brad's house and he's secretly watching it. <laughs> Brad, yeah, come on. Yeah, sorry guys, uh, I invited you over here to watch my suicide. <laughs> uh, so oh, dear. we've got uh, you know Elizabeth telling them all this stuff, and then like <laughs> father being like, "Okay, thank you, goodbye, Elizabeth." <laughs> And um, yep. no, yeah. but actually, actually, father hugs her, and I'm like, why is he hugging everyone? <laughs> <sighs> He's handsy. He's yep. a handsy father. He is. 
So we got two scenes, sets of scenes going on. One where we're seeing Mouse do Lord knows what. He's just like, I guess, jumping. I, we find out he was going to, like, I guess, set explosives on the site like a lunatic. Yeah. Um, but in the actual scene, all we see him do is, like, go around, crawl into places, and get captured. At the same time, we've got <laughs> Vincent running through the tunnels, and we really were hoping for a subway scene, but we did not. Yeah. He's just, we just get a... We were, I, I was so, yeah, I was really hoping, because yeah. we get it last week, and they teased us last week as well. Yeah. Well, I, I told Brad, I said, I feel like there's, like, one, Catherine has to be involved if we have a subway scene, no. and two, there's usually some sort of music that I feel like kind of propels it forward, whereas this music was kind of going back and forth. It was a little yeah. wonky, so I was mm. like, meh. I was hoping. Um, I was hoping. I know, I know. Um, all we get is Vincent sh- awkwardly running up a spiral staircase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I do love seeing Ron Perlman in his Vincent makeup running around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My favorite shot is uh, when these security guards finally catch a mouse. Oh, this guy just yes. gives him the best look. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, so good, yeah. Uh so they yeah, so they capture the guards capture mouse, and then we just get um we get a quick scene where Vincent is telling Catherine that Mouse has been arrested, so please help. And uh she'll see what she can do. And then we get mm-hmm. the guards and uh Simons, who I guess is the security chief, and they're questioning Mouse. Which, you know, hey Mouse, shut up. You don't need to talk to anybody. Oh, yeah. But anyway. Uh, so but one of the cops does call Mouse the little puke, and that made me cheer. <laughs> <laughs> that made me happy. Yeah. Uh, so he says, you know, obviously Mouse says his name is Mouse, and the guy's like, no, really, like, what's your real name? <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of call him out on the fact that he has uh, explosives, and Mouse yes. doesn't want to give them a response, but it doesn't matter. Hmm. Um, he really shouldn't even have told them or talked to them as much as he did. But, uh, so then we got a late night Elliot Birch's office. Yep. Um, wait, sorry guys. Update. The the guy that plays the security guard that gave Mouse the awesome look. If you go to his IMDB page, it's Alexander Mm -hmm. Folk, F-O-L-K. Um, his headshot is given that same look. No! (laughs) It is awesome. Nice. It is. It is. Might be the best IMDb headshot I've ever seen. <laughs> so good. Oh, it is. Oh my god, that's Please hilarious. Please send a picture, Brad. Please. I. I'll just send you the IMDb link. Oh, send me the link. Yeah. That is hilarious. Maybe he's just known for giving that look. I mean, it's it's a golden look. Yeah, it's good. He's like, it's the best look. I'm gonna use it all the time. Yeah. Uh, so... Where was I? Okay, we're in Elliot Birch's office. Um, oh so, my god, sorry. Oh, and I just yeah. figured out who, like, oh, the what? main security guy is. Because I knew he mm-hmm. looked familiar. Uh, he played uh, Slater's father in Saved by the Bell. Oh. Oh. That's pretty cool. So we're in Elliot Birch's office at night. So, uh, Elliot and Catherine are talking, and he is pissed off. <laughs> Uh, yep. because Catherine is there to talk about fucking Mouse, and he's like, do you know how much this it would have cost if, like, something happened to all that equipment? Um, 
you know, who the who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and Catherine's just like, uh, please, let's let's just have it dropped. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah. I. <laughs> she really doesn't have anything. She says that the most... He's like, why should I do it? She's like, because I'm asking you to. Yeah. And the most that they... I thought you owed him, Catherine. I thought you owed him. Yeah, if Very anything, cool. now oh, you sorry. really are going to owe him. Yeah. Now now she owes him. Yeah. And so then she says, like, okay, well, the most that you can do is charge him for trespassing, which is like, oh, that's fine. He should be charged for trespassing. Yeah. Charge Mouse for mm. something and get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> so... Um... And Elliot tells her, he's like, look, I don't know what's going on. You've asked me for my help before. You didn't tell me what that was. Now you want me to just drop charges against this kid? Like, what is going on? And he's, he says that he needs more than this idea of Catherine just saying, trust me. Because mm, why should he? And she doesn't trust him, so why should he trust her? Which, fair point. <laughs> also... Mm-hmm. Catherine, you're really sketchy when all this shit happens. So, um, and yeah, Catherine's response is just like, well, because I'm asking you to. Mm. Mm. That wouldn't work for me. I don't know. Uh, So then we've got the tunnels and Father and Vincent are talking and uh, Father's like, oh, we got to get the, you know, we might need to raise bail money and we, he's freaking out. And Vincent's like, Catherine will not fail us. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, and of course, I think we've had this, like, father has had this argument with himself before, but he's just like, I should have been stricter with Mouse, and he's such a wild spirit. <laughs> like, uh, I, I just love the idea, like, all right, we're, okay, we, we're, everybody's got some shit, we're all gonna have to sell our stuff, uh, to raise this bail money, some helpers will have to give us some money. I'm like, hey, maybe you father, motherfuckers shouldn't have oh, got yeah. rid of all that gold that you just yeah. gave away to the Catholics. Yeah. yeah. And we do find some out something interesting, which I'm not sure if we knew about Mouse before, but that Mouse was not originally part of the underground people. He lived and survived on his own forever, and he said that... Because no one would have him. Seriously. And he said he was a shadow moving among us, and I was like... Ugh. <laughs> it's a shadow. Uh, it's a shadow person. Yeah. <laughs> he said he was taking bits of food and watching them. Mouse was just a big creeper like he is now. Yeah. Um, and then it was it wasn't until Vincent caught him that uh, they forced him to be part of the group. He says, until you caught him, I remember the way he kicked and screamed. <laughs> yes, I was like, that was mm. Yeah. Like so I don't like Mouse, but yeah, the kicking and screaming, I was like, ooh. Yeah, so Mouse was living on his own fine forever and then uh, Vincent caught him and they forced them into their cult. So <laughs> Yeah. Literally, uh, literally caught him, put him into the machine where his eyes were uh, held open and forced to be indoctrinated by father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we've got uh, Catherine coming down with Mouse and they're all happy to see him and uh, Mouse is like, I shouldn't got, get caught. And he says, come here, it'll, uh, you know, we're gonna have a long talk. And then he, ta- he says something like, um, oh, he said, I'm not annoyed that you got caught. I'm just annoyed that you were at the place where you could have gotten caught. And I'm just like, yeah, I guess. Also when, um, when mouse appears behind Catherine, like there is no reaction on father or Vincent's face. No, like they're not like mouse. They're just like, great. (laughs) Brilliant. Um, so then as they let leave, Vincent tells Catherine, your heart is full of turmoil. (laughs) 
Ugh, gross. Stop mm. stop feeling my heart, Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> and she says it's Elliot. It was so easy when I thought I was falling in love, and even easier when I was certain he was evil. Catherine, he's still evil. <laughs> he is evil. Like what Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't like does the show want us to like Oh yeah. Elliot? Like Yeah, I think so. Why? Yeah, I then maybe don't start with us trying to murder Holocaust survivors. Because, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, never forget. And Vincent says that, um, yeah, you've seen him now, the good and the bad, the strong and the weak, and uh, capable of great deeds and great wrongs. A human being with, and Catherine says, yes, with human feelings. It's like, okay. She does just say, I feel like I'm trading on his feelings. And it's like, you feel that way because you are. No. <laughs> that is what you're doing. So, <laughs> yes, that's a real emotion because that is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Catherine is not typically the manipulative one on this show, but she definitely is when it comes to Elliot. <laughs> uh, so, because she definitely just continues to play that card of, well, he likes me, so I'm gonna let him just like me, so I can get what I need from him. Yeah, uh, which I I don't. I don't like that as a character trait for her because she doesn't do it for anything else. Yeah. So, anyway, it's bizarre. Uh, so then Catherine goes to her place. And, and let's, talk, oh, for five, let's yeah. talk for five hours about that new statue <laughs> next to her door. Yeah, what yes. is that? You mean the statue of Elliot Birch that's waiting? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's very lifelike. No, I know exactly which one you mean, Brad. Yeah. The horned beast. Oh. <laughs> yeah. She was like, well, well, Vincent's kind of a horned beast. Except he doesn't have horns. It, Vincent's like, a horny beast. So I, I'm going to have a statue of a horned beast outside my place. And I don't understand even the... Like, it's a weird statue thing. But it's in front of two pieces of art yeah. on the wall as well. Mm. It like Catherine has the worst art in her place. No yeah. wonder she likes Elizabeth's garbage. Like all of like uh, there was there was an earlier scene where we saw like a painting on the wall that is just absolute garbage town. Like I she has the worst taste. Yeah. So uh, Elliot's there. They're going to chat, I guess. She's going to make um coffee. And he's oh, she's making instant coffee. Catherine. Huh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And he's creeping around her apartment and having a right old nose around. Oh, yeah. And I was like, whoa. And then he just, like, wanders out to her terrace and hangs out there. I really thought at one point, because he goes out onto the balcony, and then the camera pans over, I thought Vincent was going to be standing there. And he's like, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) Catherine, there's another man on your your balcony. (laughs) would be hilarious. Catherine, I sensed there was another man on your balcony. I assumed you were being kidnapped yet again. <laughs> so I came here. Oh, um, you're making instant coffee, Catherine? Mm, I'll be leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Even I have standards. <laughs> I mean, at least by K-pops, I, I mean, at the very least. <laughs> uh, so, Elliot is there, and he starts talking about the tower, and Catherine's like, are you really here to talk to me about your goddamn fucking towers? By the and tower, he means his penis. Well, yes, he's talking about a different tower. <laughs> and uh, he says that he's never quite felt like this before. And after the security guard released his, 
released mouse, he asked him if he had lost his mind. And Catherine says, you did the right thing. And she says, he says, yeah, I seem to be making a habit of that because of you. I've stopped killing Holocaust survivors. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. Yeah. So he says that he's in love with her. I've had other relationships, but from the very first moment that I set eyes on you, I knew you were different. Then when you walked out of my life, that was really, that was really different. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the one he can't have. yeah, and I wanted you twice as much. And that is exactly what Catherine says. Like, yeah, that's because you couldn't have me. And she says, that's an obsession, not love. Truth. Yeah. Oh, such a creep. Yeah. And he says that, yeah, at first that's what it was, but now he realizes that it's love. And uh, it's ridiculous. Um, he says, when somebody has something I want, I take it. I mean, I go for the win. It's what I do. It's what I am. It's It's what I've become. But not that day. (laughs) And she says, and I quote, because you're a decent man who couldn't turn his back on a friend. No, No, Catherine. No, No. Catherine. I don't get this. I don't get this, Catherine. Why? Why? Why And then he even tells her, I don't have friends. They're inconvenient. (laughs) (laughs) It's cool. He says he feels like a 14-year-old boy, confused and awkward and scared. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and then he says, Kathy, I'm asking you to marry me. Also, please stop calling her Kathy. Everyone, stop calling yeah. her Kathy. It's Catherine. Stop it. She's not a Kathy. No. Yeah. And he says, don't say anything. Not now. All I ask is you think about it seriously after you've had a little sleep. What is it with this episode talking about sleep and dreams the entire fucking time? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he says, um, he does love her and he'd do anything in the world to make her happy. And so I was like, what the hell? They're not even dating. And when they dated, it was like for a week. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And he was a total creep then as well. Trying to force feed her lobster and strawberries and everything. Yeah. Um, and then we get this weird thing where we've got Catherine at her desk looking a hot mess. Yes. Okay. Her shirt could not be whiter. (laughs) This white top she's, this white shiny satin top she's wearing with the biggest brooch is so wide that she's, and she's just stressed out. And all it is, is we see Catherine, but it's voiceovers of Elliot and Vincent. Yes. Elliot talking about how he's exactly. And the discussion, the voiceovers, a lot of it is about the tower. It starts off with, I've waited my whole life to build this tower. And then Vincent saying, we're helpless to stop this tower. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. So anyway, and it ends with, of course, Elliot, Elliot's voiceover saying, Kathy, I'm asking you to marry me. And uh, Luz comes up and slams a fucking newspaper in Love front it. of Catherine and wakes her up. <laughs> and uh, Catherine's like, what is happening? And um, it says that the DA probes Corrales group and it's Luz right on the front cover. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, I like this outfit that I like this outfit that Luz mm-hmm. is wearing. I don't know if this is what you're talking about, Claire, but this is like she's wearing a jacket and then like a 
a blue top and pants. It's like almost like a no. I don't mind this one. It's the one suit. earlier when she was in Catherine's apartment. I didn't like with the yellow oh. top and the very very blue denim jacket. That's the one I didn't like. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. No, I like this outfit. I think yeah. you know. Ooh. I know we're looking. Yeah, for I like her hair and I like hard. her earrings in this one. Oh yeah, yeah her earrings is... are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She's I an absolute hero. Yeah. But I just like that jacket and that blue button down top. She's she's looking hardcore. I like it. Um, so uh, she says that there, there's been some bogus investigation and then it was leaked to the press. And she's pissed because this is the whole, you know, in the eyes of the community, they're putting a case against her. Uh, and she says, who's going to give them any kind of donations if they're being investigated by the district attorney? And that even their other attorneys are backing off. And because of that, because they're not going to have any funds, they're going to have to drop the class action lawsuit. And Joe comes in like a moron. I fucking hate Joe. And he's like, I wouldn't be so self-righteous if I were you. You've been running background checks and some of your new... We've been running background checks and some of your new members. So far, we found 70 with ties to Max Avery. Yeah. Yeah. So she's just like, what the fuck ever? It's just, Joe's the worst. Yeah. Um, And then we get this scene with Vincent and Catherine. (laughs) Where Catherine is is going down there to tell Vincent that she's going to marry Elliot. um, That loses his The music is so dramatic. Oh, yeah. So she says that Luz was discredited and they were the only things really kind of stopping Elliot. And, but she thinks that Elliot leaked that story on his own. And now that she's out of the way, there's nothing to stop him. And Vincent says, how can you even consider a union with such a man? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Catherine says he's a human being. She does really care about Elliot and I don't understand it. Um, she says strong and weak, good and bad. You said so yourself, Vincent. And he loves me as much as a man like Elliot can love. <laughs> So, yeah, so on one hand, she's saying he's basically a sociopath. On the other hand, she's like, but he's a human with feelings. Except he doesn't have feelings because he can't really love people. But Oh, get it. He's a human being. He doesn't have a weird cat penis. Got it. Cool. (laughs) Whatever. He doesn't have a tail. I'm still obsessed with the idea that Vincent has a tail. (laughs) Stuffed in his face. Like the the cowardly Uh, lion out of Wizard of Oz is what I imagine it like. Like a proper tail just stuffed into his pants yeah and so she tells him like well like you've you've put your life at risk many times i'm just gonna marry this guy and help the tunnel people and he says i cannot allow you to sacrifice yourself in such a way and she says i'm sorry but it's not your decision which is true (laughs) and she says i'm gonna marry him i have to and when she walks away we get vincent's roar (laughs) I mean, and when just when oh. she walks away, she's not even out of the sewer. She's no. like turned she a corner. She is it. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. It, oh, it, I laughed. <laughs> so I mean, good. I love Vincent and Catherine together, but I laughed. I'm sorry, Vincent. It was hilarious. And then he like sinks to the floor, and he's just moping on the floor, like. Mah. And uh, then we get Catherine running into Elliot's office while he's yelling at somebody and saying, "I'll marry you." And, uh, yeah. And then she says, uh, I want you to halt construction on the tower. <laughs> and yeah. she, she says, if and you love like, me, you'll do yeah. that. Yeah. 
He's like, you're important, so but you're crazy. not that important. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so we were discussing this yesterday, and we, we didn't, like, really talk about actual people, but I was saying... Catherine thinks she's worth three, was it billion dollars or some bullshit yeah. for this tower? Three. Mm-hmm. She, Catherine thinks she's worth three billion dollars for, you know, when it comes to Elliot. Because he's going to stop this project, which he's already put, I'm sure, a lot of money into. Um, who, mm-hmm. in, and I'm sorry, Linda Hamilton, I love you. I think you're gorgeous, but you are not a three billion dollar babe. Who is? <laughs> okay, guys, I nope. just found I just found um, an article. 25 girls you were crushing on in 1988. Yes! <laughs> so Who let's let's see what we got here. Oh yes. Nice. Okay, let's have it. How many of these were we all crushing on in 1988? Uh Winona Ryder. Ooh. Hmm. I I I put her at a billion. She's not three billion. Okay, alright. Uh, mm. Naomi Campbell. No, no, yeah, a solid billion. This was the this was the year of um, Beetlejuice, remember? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Oh, here we Cindy Crawford. Yeah, Naomi Cindy Campbell, Crawford. No. She's a three billion dollar babe from the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Elizabeth Shue, mm. Elle McPherson. Well, at that at that point in time, mm. she she yeah. was though. Susan mm. Sarandon, hero. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Hero. Yeah. Oh, Susan Sarandon, yeah. Tiffany. <gasps> yeah. Tiffany? Ooh. Nah, she's not three billion, though. She's, I, I like her, but she's she's like... I mean, she's sure, 1. with 5. her songs. She's 1.5. I mean, I do like I Think We're Alone Now, but not exactly. three billion. Yeah, 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 yeah 1.5, yeah. Uh, Gina Davis. No. Mm-mm. Not Ooh. not for me. Shut not down. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Just a hard no. I don't think so. No, thank you, Madam President, or whatever that show was. Wow, Tammy hates Gina uh, Davis. Oh, Madonna. Oh yeah, yeah. That, she that might, in the eighties. Oh. Ooh. Um. Oh oh, uh, Jasmine Guy, who was a uh, Whitley on Different World. Ooh yeah. Mm, I'm down for that. Oh wait, wait, where's Lisa Bonet on this list? Why is I haven't seen Lisa Bonet on this list yet? Oh well, fuck that. Yeah, because she's she's a three million dollar babe now. Yeah, (laughs) seriously. Uh, Kirstie Alley, no, thank you. (laughs) No, no. Mm -mm. Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh. Oh, here's Lisa Bonet. Okay, all right. No. Yeah, yeah. All work players. No's and yeses. Oh, here's here's a hard no. Lisa Bonet. Okay. Lisa Bonet is a million dollars. Lisa Bonet and Bonet is three. Oh, she's, she's just three. <laughs> Claire, what are you saying about Lisa Bonet? Oh, I think we lost Claire. Claire, did we lose you? She's can... three billion. Oh, she's three oh, billion. Okay. okay. All right. I couldn't tell if you were agreeing or if you were talking shit about Lisa Bonet, Ooh. in which case there was going to be a throwdown. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Here's one we can all agree um, to shut down based purely on Riverdale. Molly Ringwald, no, no. fucking way. Nope. Sorry, sorry, no. <laughs> um, here's one we can uh, agree based on her Twitter rantings. Alyssa Milano, get the fuck out of here. Also, wasn't she like a child in 1988? Yeah. yeah. That's gross. Yeah. Yeah. Also, she's a monster now. <laughs> like, so, don't care. She was crying at a Joe Biden speech. <laughs> and not because she was sad that this poor old man had dementia. <laughs> All right, that's the list. 
Wow. Wow. So, um, sorry, Linda Hamilton. You are not a $3 billion, babe. <laughs> nope. Even though I love you. Yeah. I don't love you $3 billion no. worth. Not when there's Lisa Bonet and Cindy Crawford <laughs> yeah. and Madonna. Do you, yeah. do you love her? Do you love her 3000 Tammy? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I love yeah. her 3000 <laughs> All right. So, um... <laughs> So, anyway, yeah, Elliot's like, mm, yeah, no. And so she's like, I understand. And then she leaves his office. And then she goes to talk to fucking Ronnie. Whatever, Ronnie. <laughs> Anyone who they're trying to put in Edie's plays is not going to go over well with me. It's not happening. Mm-hmm. And then we've got, yeah, this this outfit that, uh, what's her face, Ronnie is wearing. Oof. Which is like this blue plaid number. But we also are up against... Oh, Catherine's God. outfit in this same scene. Oh, yes. This which is, is an all-time it's bad. terrible. A denim suit jacket? And she looks like Jareth. She looks She looks like the Goblin King. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine does. And her hair is insane. Her hair is... It's yeah. like feathered she's bangs. Real big feathered bangs. She looks like she's wearing, like, Vincent's shirt. Underneath a denim yeah. blazer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh. It's so bad. It's so it's awful. bad. I always wear a cravat with my <laughs> denim uh, uh, jacket. Yeah. Uh, and so Ronnie also tells her, you look rotten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And right, right. Uh, For once, Ronnie, so she's telling her like, hey, yeah. So she's telling her, hey, look, I looked up all these things. Um, Avery must, Max Avery has been sending uh, Corrales all this this money. I mean, it doesn't have his name on it, but she's getting all these checks and uh, the money's coming from the Cayman Islands, some hold, kind of holding company. And that's when Cap- Catherine realizes it can't be Max Avery because he wouldn't even know the Cayman Islands from Staten Island, which is <laughs> like, okay. Um, so Catherine runs into Joe and is like, we've been conned. (laughs) And so she says that, yeah. Uh, so it's not Max, Max Avery. Um, cause she figured it out with Cayman Islands tracing that. And it's actually Birch himself. It's insane. Like this so much, uh, this is such a kooky scheme. So, he's paying yes. he's paying the people that are protesting him so that he can make it look like somebody else is paying them to protest him to use against mm-hmm. them in the court of public opinion which does not affect the court of law. Yeah. Yeah. And uh so I don't even understand. Um so Joe is just like I can't believe it. He might as well have lifted his fist up in the air and said Birch it's so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you! Yeah. Um, and so then we've got Catherine um, in the tunnels, and I guess Elizabeth was painting the birch towers, because why not? Uh, and he said, I thought I would never see your face again. When you walked away from me, there was such resolve in your heart. Also, I screamed, and that was weird. So I just thought that was so embarrassing. You'd never come here again. No. No. Uh, And she says it's the hardest thing she's done in her entire life, which 
Mm, okay. Probably. <laughs> uh, the hardest uh, thing I've ever done in my life is um, probably, I, a rich, yeah. a rich lawyer, uh, was gonna marry another rich lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> it's real hard for you, Catherine. Yeah. I've <laughs> known such adversity. Yeah. Life. And when she was walking away, every step was like a knife inside me. All my love for you was calling me back. Mm. Uh, he said, but a greater love drew you onward. I can't believe how quickly this wraps up. Oh, yeah. This whole It's thing. insane. It's crazy. Yep. And she, he says, he says, your strength saved Saul, yet I feel your melancholy. Also, you can probably see it on her face. She looks miserable. <laughs> and she says, I was just thinking of Elliot. Vincent, you helped me find the best part of who I am, but Elliot, he's lost more than his tower. He's lost himself. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, and for some reason... Calm down, Catherine. So we, we see a newspaper that says the court blocks Birch Tower. Why? Yeah. <laughs> why? Why did they, why did they yeah. block that building that was already under construction? Yeah. And uh, then we get the... Ozymandias poem oh, by Vincent, God. as we sadly see Elliot Birch just like chilling in his big fancy office that he still gets to keep, and he still has a bazillion dollars. So I really, I yeah, exactly. I really thought he was gonna leap out of the window. Yeah, no, no, nothing. There's nothing. So my guess is at some point Elliot Birch may be back because, but he won't be Elliot Birch because he's lost himself now. So. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, uh, he's he's lost himself. He'll, he's he's not that same uh, am, Holocaust survivor he used to be. He's known as Kenneth. He, no, he's he's like I am going to be known as Kenneth from now yeah. on. Yeah. So he's no longer the weirdest the thing for me in that scene where we see Elliot Birch at the end is the camera does not move around Elliot Birch. He moves in the chair around and yeah. spins very slowly, <laughs> and you can tell he's doing it himself because. You can see where he must be moving his feet to push him around because his chair kind of bounces. <laughs> Why? They just don't have it where the camera turns. I don't know. Like, it's turning they a little the bit. the camera dolly that but day. But he's, he's bouncing. So he also is moving around in his chair. <laughs> so Amazing. I don't know why. It's so weird. Yeah. And so we go from, like, basically the regular skyline to the picture of his skyline, his imagined skyline. It's it's just, ugh, <laughs> this episode. And then we, we end with Vincent and Catherine just hugging it out. So That's that for this episode. Okay. Best dressed, worst dressed. Go. Uh, I'll go with, um... With the outfit that, uh, what's her name? Luz was wearing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for best dress. Mm-hmm. I think she looked quite She's, good. Yeah. Foxy. And then I'd say the yeah. worst one was Catherine dressed as Jareth the Goblin King. Yeah. 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 I think those are good picks. Mm hmm. I agree. Uh, who won much. and who lost? I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, I think uh. Birch lost. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. He lost himself. He lost his Catherine, he lost his Tony, he lost his club, he lost his mind at the Copacabana. Um, he <laughs> lost everything. Not as much as I would like him yeah, to Yeah, I mean, he's still, like, a billionaire. Like, yeah. he can do whatever he wants except build one tower mm. currently. Yeah. Yeah. And who won? <sighs> Catherine doesn't have to marry him now. 
Yeah. Or maybe lose, because, I mean, even, yeah. no matter which way it happened, they stopped him from building that tower. That's true. I mean, I don't yeah. know what they sure. plan on doing with that empty yeah. space now, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with Luz winning, because she's always a hero in my heart. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you guys... Yeah, if you can't have ED. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they tried to replace Edie with Ronnie, and fuck off, Ronnie, forever. Mm-hmm. Just... Yeah, we're not having that. We're not having that. Get out of here with that. Yeah. Um. So, do you guys have up? So, you want to know what yes, happens next you. week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well, next week, Tammy, the episode is called "A Happy Life." Catherine and oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, and- <laughs> Catherine and Vincent are forced to question if they could ever be truly happy together. <sighs> Such an emo pair. <laughs> like you haven't even tried it. You're not even together now. Stop your whinging. <laughs> I'm looking at some interesting uh, Brad, pictures um, for next week. <laughs> so. Oh, okay. Here's Ooh, here's really? my here's my description. <clears throat> Catherine's pain about her fragmented life almost causes her to end her relationship with Vincent. What? What? Yeah, what's fragmented? Like. Okay. This fragment is about her life. Oh. This is. I don't see Mouse in the cast list, so that's Yay. good. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, I don't. Yeah. It's gonna be. I think next week will be interesting. For a, for a season finale. And then there's a review, and I'm not clicking on it, so I don't want spoilers, but the first line says, this episode deals with real-life issues. <laughs> <laughs> Doubt it. <laughs> you know, when you're dating a line man. <laughs> so, all right, well then, that is it for this episode. Uh, thank you guys for, for just coming with me down the road of terribleness that was this episode. <laughs> No, thank you, Tammy. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, that, I think, will uh, end this one. So, bye. The end. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via sewerlion at reactionary-sass.com on facebook.com slash groups slash sassy sewer lion or on twitter at sewer lion call the sass line 321-710-4947 our other podcast and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com
imagine no possession. 